wasn't that hard. $1,500 limit, dreaming by the black card. Aiming for the stars with a rocket in the backyard. Hard to keep a good girl, not trying to play that card. Welcome back to episode 30 of the Booth Review Podcast. 30 episodes, a year and a half's worth of work. Fonzie, we did it. 30 episodes, we're here. What's up? How are you? You know, I'm the same as I was last time I was on here. I'm staying at home. I'm bored as... I'm not going to say the bad word. I'm bored as frick. But, uh, you know, I think we've got a, a pretty good episode ahead of us. We've got a special guest coming on. Where we Big yes, news sir. in the NFL today that I, quite frankly, am not happy about. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, so Fonzie just did a little bit of uh, what we in the uh, English... Uh, English literature world like to call foreshadowing. Fonzie just Fonzie just did an act of foreshadowing where he said that we have a special guest today. So we sat down and we were brainstorming ideas for episode 30. And, you know, it's 30 episodes. You can't just, we weren't going to, in the midst of probably the craziest times at TBR Sports right now, you've got the coronavirus going on. You've got everybody beefing with each other over nonsense uh, and that's a good reason why half the cast aren't here tonight. We're in the midst of a crazy beef at TBR Sports. It's an interpersonal conflict. Uh, we added like four shows and all hell broke loose. So uh, in the midst of all of that, Fonzie and I sat down and we decided episode 30 is not going to be a flop. We are going to give you some content. So what did we do? We went out and we found the most entertaining man north of the Mexican border. And and we think we did it. We have a very, very special guest and a very special interview on this podcast with none other than Fonzie. He is an admin on what's the word, Mass. He is one of the biggest names in Massachusetts. He's a Stanley Cup champion. He goes to Celtics games. He's got se- season tickets. I put air quotes around that. The man, the myth, the legend. Timmy King is joining us on the Booth Review podcast tonight. Mm. Going to be a lot of fun. Gonna be a lot of talking, gonna be a lot of yelling, gonna be a lot of editing for Brendan. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be pretty fun. You know, that's all I can see. That yeah, so he'll be uh, he'll be joining the show in probably like 15 or 20 minutes. Fonzie and I just wanted to give you guys a quick, a preface first, a nice little uh, prologue. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the part of the book where it's like not chapter one, it's like the first few pages that are in Roman numerals before you get to chapter one. This is what uh, that is right now. Oh, okay. We're setting the stage. And, you know, some news broke today, so we wanted to talk about that before we got into the interview, because how could we not jump right on that news? Uh, so let's jump right into that, and then uh, the interview with none other than Timmy King will be coming up probably 15 to 20 minutes. I don't know. Soon. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, if you're a Boston sports fan, man, did you get screwed over today? <laughs> you got royally screwed over. And now all the puzzle pieces are starting to fit. At first, a few weeks ago, it was like, but well, this doesn't make any sense. This piece doesn't go there. I don't put I don't put a corner piece with a middle piece. That doesn't work. This puzzle doesn't fit. And now today, all the puzzle pieces started to align. Rob Gronkowski came out of retirement, requested a trade from the Patriots, and was traded to none other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the team which is harvesting his former quarterback from New England. I don't know if you've heard of the guy. His name's Tom Brady. So 
that happened, and now it makes sense. Gronk took a year off because he was pissed at Belichick for trying to trade him. He was pissed at the regime in New England, and he wanted out, but he knew they weren't going to let him go because Rob Gronkowski is a generational talent. So what does he do? He plays the retirement card. He retires, takes one year off, gets back to full health, does some stupid movies and some stupid appearances on the WWE, and then he comes out of retirement with one year left in his contract and demands a trade from the Patriots. A few weeks after his former quarterback in New- from New England, Tom Brady, left in free agency and went to Tampa Bay. And what does he do? He ends up in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. So that happened today. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm left speechless, you know. It was a, it was a sad day for, for all Patriots fans who have been loyal to the team. And knowing that our audience probably isn't much older than us or is the same age as us, we're lucky enough to have had six Super Bowls won in our lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, to have Gronk be a part of three of those is is huge. Like, he was he was the best tight end in football, one of the best tight ends ever. He only played, what, nine seasons in the league? Nine years as a Patriot? Yeah. Around yeah. that time. And he, he retires, and then he comes back just to join Tom Brady to try and win again. And I just feel an immense amount of disrespect in Rob Gronkowski's plate just being thrown straight at me like it's a food fight and I'm the only one and the Patriots fans are the only ones getting attacked. Yeah. He, Tom went to prove a point. Tom, I'm not mad at Tom Brady. I'm fine with his decision. He went to prove a point that he can win on his own. But then he's got five lethal weapons on offense. Yeah. Godwin, he's got Evans, he's got Howard, he's got Gronk. What, what the hell? Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> Life isn't fair. And uh, I think... I don't think this team's going to be successful. I think this changes a lot about the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, my original prediction without Gronk was six and 11. I think they're probably looking at a playoff spot now at, at like, you know, maybe the, the most like a wild card. In my opinion, they're still playing in a really tough division. We don't know how healthy Gronk is going to be, but we don't know how you know reliable Tom Brady is going to be either. We really, we really don't know. This is something unprecedented seeing Tom Brady play. Uh, with a whole new team, whole new coach, whole new uh, system. I, I I still don't think, like, people are going to hop on the bandwagon, like, oh, Gronk and Brady are back together. Now they have two good receivers, actually. And now they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I still don't think this team is going to go to the Super Bowl by any means. Uh, I I can't, like, bank on, on everything to go wrong to go wrong, like saying that Gronk's probably not going to play all 16 games and that, Brady is going to underperform. I'm not even going to go out and say that. I'm just going to say that this team isn't going to be as successful as everyone says they are. Yeah, I mean, you look, I, I, I put it down to their defense is solid, their offense is loaded, but it comes down to A, chemistry. Chemistry is huge for a new team like this who's been built up with all these stacked players. You've got Godwin and Evans, you've got like that connection there. Even Howard, too, but they've got a new quarterback. They, they just went from a quarterback who could throw bombs but also throw picks. Tom Brady doesn't usually do that. Tom Brady is usually a pretty contained quarterback when it comes to interceptions. Although last year, being an outlier year, he really didn't follow that as well as he could have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's a new beginning for, for Tampa Bay football. Tom Brady is a 42-year-old quarterback. He's not going to last much longer in the league. He's not Adam Vinatieri. He's not a kicker who can just kick, kick, kick and last until he's 90 in the NFL. 
Tom Brady has to do one of the most difficult jobs in football, which is throw the football, take hits, sometimes move if he needs to. And honestly, he's the most targeted player in the NFL. No one wants to hit anyone else more than they want to hit Tom Brady because yeah. Tom Brady is notorious for being the greatest of all time. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the greatest player of all time. Not the greatest yeah. athlete, but the greatest player. Because mm-hmm. you've got athletes like Deion Sanders who are freaks of nature. But that's besides the point. That's not Deion Sandcastle. That's <laughs> Darko Milchich, Brian Scalabrini, just athletes, you know, just athletes all around the world. But Tom Brady is more of a Brian Scalabrini of a speed demon anyway. He can't move that well, given he runs like a gazelle and it's majestic. But he can't move fast. He's not mobile. He's not agile. He's going to take hits. And that's what's going to come down to is the offensive line in Tampa Bay and how durable Tom Brady is. We saw that he can last. He had one torn ACL. He had one season that he missed. Oh, wait. But we saw what he can do as a quarterback who's protected by a good offensive line, that he can sling the football, he can throw deep bombs, he can make connections. And if that's how it's going to work in Tampa Bay, hell, I think they're going to be a good team. They're going to be competitive, but they're not going to win a Super Bowl in this first year. If they stick together for two or three years, different story. I see them having legitimate chance. Having Tom Brady on your roster draws people in. It makes people want to play with you. So having someone like that on your roster is going to change the way Tampa Bay operates as an entire organization. So I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl this year. Hell, I can see it in the near future. Don't doubt. I don't doubt it in my mind that they're not going to go deep in the playoffs. But this first year is kind of a test year. And it's going to come down to chemistry. It's going to come down to coaching. It's going to come down to the offensive line. Major key alert. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, uh, I agree 100% with what you're saying. As for New England and, and like, Boston sports now, we, we had this conversation uh, two episodes ago. But I think it's, you know, shit's drastically changed since in two episodes, given that Gronk's left. Uh, well, I guess he didn't really leave because he was never, uh, never never slated to play in this season, but comes out of retirement and then leaves. So yeah. uh, I think I think the biggest thing is probably uh, where do you go from here? I think that's what all Boston sports fans are thinking right now, especially since, you know, there's nothing to watch on TV. So people are kind of going a little stir crazy. The mind starts to run a little bit. I think this would be 10 times better of a scenario if we had Bruins going deep in the playoffs right now, Celtics oh. in the playoffs right oh, now. Stop. Like, imagine we, we would at least be like, okay, we lost Tom Brady, we lost Gronk, but the Bruins are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, that would be the conversation right now. But unfortunately, the season's postponed because of virus. So uh, we just have to sit here and play the, uh, the what-if game. So we have absolutely no sports to watch on TV. We have no one to root for. Our last, like... You know, our last hurrah was the Patriots winning the Super Bowl uh, in 2019. So it's been a it's been a little bit too long since we've had a team win a championship, Fonz, and we know that we're not going to get any in the near future because we don't know when sports are coming back. So where do we go from here as Boston sports fans? What what is the next move? <laughs> I mean, the next move is obviously watching golf because golf's going to make the comeback, but no one wants to watch golf mm-hmm. unless you're a golfer. Like we, we golf, we watch golf, golf's fun to watch for us. But people who don't, they're not going to watch it. You look at sports and you see the Patriots, the Sox, uh, the Celtics, the Bruins. The sport that's coming back first is going to be baseball because baseball is the easiest sport to maintain a social distancing policy. But games like hockey and basketball and football are royally screwed during this time, like horribly. 
Football, tackling. Hockey, hitting. Basketball, defense. It's just how it works. It's just how it goes. And it's not going to make it during this crisis. It's just not going to work like that. I'm sorry, but we have to stick with watching simulations. I mean, it's just like that's what we got to stick to now. But the most we can hope is in the future we have baseball coming back soon. Not that I watch baseball, but it's something to follow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't watch nine innings of baseball. I'm sorry. But, like, I don't know. I need something to do. I need something to watch. Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm getting to that point where, like, in the beginning of this, it was like, oh, cool, we're going to get some time off from school. We can, like, hang with the boys. And now it's like... There's nope. no sports on. Nope. I'm no already I, like I've I've exercised all my options. You can't go see your friends. Uh, you can't like do anything. You can play video games as long as you want, but those even get boring sometimes. Like most of the time, I'm already bored. So I, th- there's nothing to do, and we still have another like month and a half left of this. And then who knows? Could be longer. Hopefully not. I don't think this thing will you know go into the summer or anything. But but yeah, I think it's crazy how like ridiculous this has gotten. Not even ridiculous. But uh, but just like so large scale that we're just like this has completely turned our lives upside down. It's insane, man. I don't. I mean, we don't have anything to do, and uh, uh, it leaves a lot of people bored. And yeah. it also leaves uh, someone. Our guest coming up leaves him very <laughs> bored because he had a lifestyle unlike any other when it comes to going to Celtics and Bruins games and getting to where he needs to get. Is it time to make the call? It is. That was a fucking beautiful transition, by the way. (laughs) It is time to make the call. I have added him. He is being called. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, currently joining the call from Middleton, Massachusetts. He's a brick wall. He's an admin of what's the word, Mass. He's a TikTok superstar. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Timmy King, how are you, Timmy? Hi, how are you? That was fucking electric, Fonzie. That was That was awesome. (laughs) Timmy, we're glad to have you on the show. Uh, We know everyone's kind of bored during these times, and most notably, you have to be bored during these times because you had a lifestyle unlike any other. You're a Stanley Cup champion. You raised the cup above your head. You went and said, I'm your brother, and you held the cup up, and you know what? You're notorious, and no one will ever match what you did that night. (laughs) Timmy, I'm just impressed by what you do in that sort of situation but if we're going to start asking questions, mm-hmm. I want to wait to have you introduce yourself. Timmy, quarantine, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, my name's Timmy King. Uh, I go to UMass Lowell. Uh, I'm bored, you know? I mean, that's pretty much what everyone's been saying right now. I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty boring life. I mean, I, you're on Xbox, I presume, a good amount. I see the boys buzzing on craft. Um you know, there's really nothing else we can do. Absolutely uh, nothing. It's it's boring, man. It's boring. All we got is uh, Zoom classes and video games. That's really all we're up to right now. But um, I think we should get into a couple of questions here because I know the fans are certainly wondering about one thing in particular, Timmy. <laughs> How did you become a Stanley Cup champion? You know, I... Uh... I just won. I won the Stanley Cup, you know. You know, <laughs> starting <laughs> starting center for the Blues, you know, <laughs> you know went out there, took Tarasenko's spot in the lineup, you know, took a W in Game Seven, just the way she goes. But um, I, I have this question: How heavy is the cup, Timmy? Um, so a lot of people have asked me this question. Um, 
I, I looked it up. It's like 35 pounds. I think that's it. I had to look it up, though. But um, at the time, it was just like a, a lot of adrenaline. So uh, it was. It felt like nothing. It was just like adrenaline, you know? Yeah, and uh, whose brother are you again? Um, so I don't know the answer to that question. Um, Jake Allen, who was the, the backup goalie at the time, um, I he had the cup, and... I pointed to a group of players. I don't know any players on the Blues. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I just pointed at a random group of them and said, I'm his brother. And he didn't really question me. He didn't ask who. He, he just gave me the cup. I'm someone's brother. I just don't know who. All right, I got to jump in here for a second. And I don't want to put you on blast. I remember that night as one of the worst nights of my life. I was sitting probably eight rows away from where you were standing when you held the cup. I wasn't there because I left the game early because, yep. you know, I'm a fucking diehard Bruins fan. And that was the worst performance I've seen from the Bees in a long time. I know you're a Lightning fan. So, yeah, that t- that takes, you know, that takes it off a little bit. Yeah. But being who you are, being an admin of what's the word mass, being, you know, a very recognizable figure for, you know, people of our age in Massachusetts. Have you gotten backlash from, you know, Bruins fans, kids who follow the Bruins for going onto the ice after they lost in game seven and lifting the cup that they had just lost? Um, kind of. So, so I'm obviously a Lightning fan, but obviously like I live in Massachusetts, so the Bruins have to be like a close favorite, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have much rather had the Bruins win the cup that night. I, I know I still would have gotten on the ice. I don't know if I still want to uh, finessed my way to holding the cup. I don't know that answer, but I definitely would have still got on the ice. Um, but as I said, I would have much rather like seen the Bruins win so I could torment throughout the streets after and like, <laughs> yeah. celebrate with the city and have a parade and like big win for Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely got backlash from a few kids. Um, it wasn't anything crazy though. I don't really care about that kind of stuff, but the most common type of backlash I got was just from NHL fans because and I knew this, it's an unwritten rule that you can't hold the cup or even touch the cup if you um if you didn't win it. Right, and yeah. I held it over my head on the ice. But my argument to that is kind of like I'm I would never play in the NHL. I'm not gonna play in the NHL. <laughs> so in my little world, in my head, I I won the cup because I did all the steps, made it onto the ice. So making it onto the ice for me was making it to the Stanley Cup Finals in my head, and then. Holding the cup was like, oh, I won the cup. I, now, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've got a little speculation here. Is there a chance we see a Timmy King curse? I mean, the Blues won the cup, and you touched the Blues Stanley Cup. The Blues aren't winning the cup for another 130 years. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, am I the I only mean, one who sees this? If the, if the Blues get cursed, I mean, I, I see that as a huge win, you know? Yeah. That's a positive to take away yeah. out of all this. <laughs> and I'll take credit for it. I'll take credit for it until the day I die. If they don't win another Stanley Cup until the day I die, I will be on my deathbed saying, I am I am the reason the Blues didn't win a Cup. And then the day I die, they'll probably next year they'll go and win. <laughs> the city of St. Louis is just like a city of fucking losers. Like, they had a football team leave. The Cardinals fucking suck. They can't beat the Red Sox in the World Series. And then their hockey team wins a Stanley Cup for the first time in, like, half a decade. Or not half a decade, half a century. So and I mean, stolen room for him. Right. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> I remember that kid would always comment on fucking TBR when we were going to all the games. And I was pissed that the Bruins couldn't win just because of that fucking kid. <laughs> and, you know, 
Timmy, me and you being a little bit of an outlier here. You know, I'm a Hurricanes fan, although Bruins come first, Hurricanes come in a very close second. You're a closeted Bruins fan. I can like when when you when when you come on this podcast and talk about the Bruins, I can tell Fonzie you wish that I, you were a Bruins fan. No, it's not that I wish; it's that I am. It's just the Hurricane shit. But great. you are, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I am, but um, you can say whatever you want. Timmy's a Lightning fan. We go through some tough times when we get criticized for it. Yeah. We we have a couple coping coping mechanisms, but. If it's the Bruins and the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's a game seven. You're there, and you're ready to go on the ice because that's what you do. Yeah. Are you happy either way? Yeah. If I make it on the ice, I'm happy either way. Now, what if you don't make it on the ice and, so, like, say the Bruins win? So if if I'm trying to get on the ice and I don't get on, I'm more mad at myself that I didn't get on the ice more than I don't care which team wins. Now, if I'm, if I'm not trying to get on the ice, I am wearing a lightning jersey that game because um, I have a blast being the person that everyone hates. It's so much fun. It's it's like, especially, especially, especially if the lightning win, it's so worth it. Like, um, the last game I went to, which I think might have been the last Bruins home game before this whole quarantine thing, was um, Bruins versus lightning. I and, was there, yeah. Yeah, I, I had this guy in front of me like turned around and called me a douchebag and he's a grown man. And I'm with I'm with I'm with two females and they're Bruins fans, but I'm not doing anything wrong, you know. I'm a young kid, you know, they're young, you know. And this fully grown man's with his wife watching the game, he turns around and calls me a douchebag. So obviously I, I just start harassing him for the rest of the game. And um I had a blast. And Yeah, I I saw videos from that night, and it looked like one of the funnest nights you've had in a while. Yeah, you, you know, it was it was, it was you, and it was it was it Rianne? Was it Rianne there? Yeah, yeah, me, my friend Rianne, and my friend Bridget. Yeah, and you were there, and you were in your lightning shirt, and the yeah. lightning, the lightning win. Yeah, yeah, five, uh, five, three or five two, I forget. I'll yeah. say, yeah, there was five three. That was I've talked about this with kids who I went to the game with, two kids who work for TBR. That was very that good. Game. Was by far the greatest way to end the season at home. Yeah. Even that that, like, like fuck quarantine and fuck this bullshit that we're in right now. When you look back on it, that game had everything. They were fighting bench clearing yeah. brawls. The goals were electric. The gun yep. was rocking that yeah. night. That was the greatest way to, and if we're going to end the like, season, it, end the season. It wasn't a blowout. So the fans were still into it. Right. I was actually talking to this at, at the game. Like when the Bruins were down, I think by three, I was talking to um, the people I was with and I was like, yeah, I hope they score like, one or two, so that they can like the crowd can be into it, and it was perfect. That happened. Like, the both teams are in it the whole game. You know, it was a chippy game. Yeah. Rivals, you could say Tampa and Bruins are definitely recent rivals. So within the past past three years. So oh, yeah, of course. You know. So how did you transitioning more to the big picture now? Yeah. How did you get into the position that you are now, of being an admin of what's the word mass and kind of you know one of the largest, the largest. Uh, media companies uh, in the state, in the Northeast, I, I'd go and say, how do you find yourself in that position? How would you work to to get to where you are today? Um, it's actually pretty funny. It all it all goes back to the <laughs> TD Garden. Um, so, um, Arik is the the kid who owns and created what's the word, and I it was like twenty. 2018 to 2017 I forget and it was like the first preseason game of the year or it might have been the home opener I don't really remember but it was an early early game of the season like mid-October late October and um 
I had uh, post-game passes, and I just had a bunch of them. And um, he was with GRD. Now, at the time, I didn't know Arg. I didn't know he was anything. He 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 um, made what's the word or any of that. And um, he was with GRD, and I know GRD, so I made passes, and I went up to GRD. I was like, yeah, how many do you need? Because I had a bunch. And he was like, oh, he needs one. And he was with Arg, so I gave Arg one. And then um, I said, I still didn't know until um, like after the game or like maybe midway through the game when it was mentioned or I found out somehow. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he just texted me like two weeks later. And um, he wanted to see if I wanted to get involved with um, the smaller account at the time, which ended up getting deleted. But now like we uh, have, uh, you know, we've had a good relationship the past like two years and all that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, obviously, as people who like we started this January 2019 and obviously we've done work with like people from what's the word mass and, uh, you know, what's the word mass in general, people who are involved and obviously having you on the podcast. And it's cool to see like it's been probably I don't know how long that account's been up, but I remember being a freshman in high school and like everyone was, you know, big on what's the word mass. Yeah. And I've been in, I've been in high school for five fucking years now. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it's basically been my high school career. Yeah. I just remember like freshman year, it was like starting up. I forget. Yeah. That. It was like probably, I don't know. I can't do math, but it was probably 2016 or 2017 when it, it would start to get big, uh, at least in my town. And everyone was like hopping on that wave and everyone followed it and people would send in photos and, uh, it's a really cool account. We, I mean, we're huge fans of it here. Yeah, you can't quote me because I haven't been involved with them for as long as it was created. But I think it, I think it was 20, 2016. You can, I might be wrong, but twenty sixteen is a safe bet. Nice, nice. That's so, right. yeah. So for you, what's the next step? I know, obviously, you said you go to UML and mm-hmm. you guys have, you know, the account and we see the TikTok account now. Everything is just kind of blown up. What's the next step for you? What's the next step for what's the word mass? Obviously, you know, it's a tough time to talk about it during the coronavirus. Yeah. But yeah. What do you see yourself or the company doing in the next few years? Uh, well, I don't really know what the next step for what's the word is, because, again, I'm not like. I don't play a, the most important role, yeah. but um, I can tell you for the TikTok, we want to get to like 100,000 as soon as possible because um, then we can start working with like big, big people. Um, we're working with a few big people right now. Um, and they're like technically admins on the account and they'll throw up videos and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, the next step for me is uh, I don't really know. You know, I'm in college. Um, hang on. I got a phone call and it went to my computer. <laughs> uh, I'm in college. Uh, I run my school's barstool account, so that's fun. Nice. And um, I guess next step for me is to just, I don't know, just wait this whole corona thing out and then see what opportunities pop up. Because, like, if this corona thing wouldn't have happened, like, based on my brain, the Bruins wouldn't have made the finals again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and I would have I would have been in every playoff game. And same with the Celtics. Celtics would be in the playoffs too. Well, and, you do have season tickets. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then like I would have been at every game for both teams, and then from there, like, dude, I would have hoped that the Bruins. My plan this whole time was to just, um, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, hopefully you get the chance. I mean, it's, yeah, the Bruins I, are on the up and up. So. <laughs> I don't know if you know um the YouTuber Arak. He like sneaks into places. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he like harassed Logan Paul. They didn't harass him, mm-hmm. but he like followed him. 
um, me and him had a DM conversation, and we were planning on he was going to come to Boston for a game, for a playoff game, but it's not going to happen now because, you know. Yeah, all this shit. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's so killing. talking about the uh, talking about the TikTok, uh, I watched the TikToks. How did you get some of the people who like aren't from Mass involved in in helping to run the account and post the videos? Um, that was my friend Jason. Jason's also a part of What's the Word. Jason lives in Central Mass. I don't know exactly where, but um, he like knew a lot of he he knew a good amount about TikTok before because I knew nothing about it. And then I made one video and it went crazy. So I was like, oh, you know. I'll make a few more. And then um, he made he made the What's the Word TikTok. And uh, he got all these people involved. And there's, like, I think two from outside of Massachusetts that have huge numbers. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He just did that. He, he just somehow got in contact with all of them. Nice. Yeah. That's good. All right. So looking forward, obviously, this is – and I've said this a lot that, you know, you can't really totally – predict what's going to like happen in the near future because the shit's crazy right now yeah but in terms of in terms of you personally you know uh, outside of all the other projects what do you what do you see yourself doing down the road are you interested in sticking with the the media and the sports media uh once you get out of college are you interested in sticking with the stuff that you're doing now or do you have any other big plans for the future stuff like that um, I don't really know. Uh, it's going to be something with media. Um, yeah. I'm not going to, I refuse to have a nine to five job. Um, and that'll never happen. I don't know. I just like, I just like being involved with creating content. Like I, I kind of suck at creating my own content. Like I can't film myself. I can't edit. I can't do any of that. But like, I just like being involved with it. And mm-hmm. if like over the summer, like I have a, a, a plan where I'm probably going to start a YouTube channel or something, but, um, you know, every every I think I, I I can't get the timeline in my head, but I'd say once a year, maybe twice a year, I pull some crazy stunt and um everyone's like what like what the fuck? Like how the fuck did how that happen or whatever. And so um I guess I'm waiting on that, you know? Nice. Hopefully well, it'll happen over the summer or something. But I mean Timmy, you were certainly built for it. I mean, everywhere you go, you're basically a constant creator without creating anything at all. Whether it's mini golfing at Richardson's or just going to a Celtics game with you, going into a suite, it's all about having a good time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hell, you know, life's about having a good time. That's why you make the content you make without even trying. You just do it. It's yeah, just who you are. I don't. I never really directly be like, like say like, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. It's kind of just playing it out and then just trying to be smart about how you play it out. But um, one thing I want to mention because what you just said, um. I talked to my mom about this last night. I don't know why. We were just talking about how bored I was, I think. But um, you said, like, how some people would, like, want to do it, but they couldn't. And um, one one major, major thing is um, if anyone, like, because I've been posting this stuff now. And, like, granted, people, can co- people are going to copy the whole, like, Photoshop the tickets and make your seat something it isn't. But beyond that, if anyone else tries to, like, copy me, and they get caught that won't affect me because there's there's always ways around everything um but one major thing is if people start copying and like i get caught for whatever reason i am tearing down the whole entire empire i'm taking everybody and everything with me jesus (laughs) you said that i remember you saying that 
Well, so I said that I said that last year when I posted a YouTube video um, about the Stanley Cup situation last year. My I talked to my friends that were doing this type of stuff with me. I talked to the kid that helped me make the video. I talked to my parents and then they were all like, this is going to ruin everything. Like, you're done after this. And I said, I know. Like, I did something so, like, big that after this, I I can't beat that. Like, that's the top. So I'm not going to do it anymore. And I'm going to end it for everyone. And I figured, you know, that video would end it for everyone. But for some reason, I don't know how, this season it got easier. It just literally got – everything got easier. So, you know, it's just, you know, time shall tell, you know. And, you know, with people threatening you saying that they're changing the security, people threatening us saying you're not going to make it, and that we yeah. do it wrong, that they're putting barcodes on everything. Yeah. They're all wrong. I know. They're all wrong, and they, they assume things. They're trying to scare us. I have, and me, I know you're fearless, and I yeah. know you'll do whatever it takes. And yeah. that's what I love to see. And people hate us because they ain't us, especially you. <laughs> they hate you because they ain't you, and they're trying to beat you, but you they're never tough. lose. You're like LeVar Ball. You never lose. <laughs> I had, I had um, somebody DM me and say that um, – Hang on, I'll, I can show you. These post-game passes, these stickers that go on like that, you know? I had someone I had someone message me and say, like, they're making them into scannable wristbands. Um, now, these have been the same. For as long as I know, it's 2013. But we don't know back from there. But these sticker passes have been the same since 2013. And if you think that a major sports arena is going to make scannable wristbands, like a, like a music festival wristband that you have to scan and then go into your area. And if you think they're going to make the post-game passes like that, just the little stickers that, I don't know, 40 people get and no one really cares. They're just post-game passes, no big deal. And just because someone got jealous or something about me and they, ch- they, did, they try to tell me that they're making them into scannable like music festival wristbands. I mean... You gotta like that's pathetic. And how would how would they know without me kind of knowing that it's in the works? Because like I got my connections too, and you know. <laughs> so are you banned from the garden? No, I'll never be banned from the garden. <laughs> if the, if <laughs> it were to if it were to come to that, like I don't even know how they would do that. If it were to come to that, I'd just shave my head or shave my beard. Like, uh, like if you just like walk in one day, they, do they have like a list of people that they banned? If you just buy the ticket under someone else's name, like, are they really gonna know the difference? Um, <laughs> you know, buying the ticket under someone else's name is something I don't need to do. <laughs> but, um, basically, with sports arenas, I know this. I know that. So when I was 16, I got caught up at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, and um, you know, I got I got banned for life there. Uh, I didn't do anything that bad. I just I snuck in and ran on the field. And um, <laughs> and ran the bases, you know. <laughs> yeah. But so basically what they did was they just took a copy of my ID. And then I got a letter saying I was going back. So I don't know. I I don't know what they do from there. I remember that. That was the first time I saw you, like, sneak into a place or go into a stadium. Mm-hmm. And I that was, was like, my first time. I was like, holy shit. That was my first time sneaking into a stadium. First time getting caught. Last time getting caught. Like so did that. you run the bases during a game? No, no, no one was even in the arena. It was closed. Oh, empty stadium. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was still not funny. I was 16. I was bored. And I got. I was in Pittsburgh. I was like, dude, why don't we just do this? And then my brother and my friend were like, all right, yeah. 
The best no, they've gone away. The best part is I snuck back in a fiancé this year during a wedding, and I took a picture with the married couple. That's awesome. Full like, full, like, wedding uniform. I respect now, you 100% for that. I just wouldn't have the balls to do any of that. I had to. I was back in Pittsburgh. I've only been to Pittsburgh twice, and it was, like, 2016, and then this time. I was like, dude, I got to go back, you know? Awesome. To where it all began. Now, yeah. you, were, you were the only one caught, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Eddie and my friend, I don't know if he wants to be named, so I'm going to say my friend. They just ran um, they ran one way, I ran the other, and I went up a staircase, and I'm telling you, I ran directly into, like, a security guy. And then he brought me to the police room, and then I got a Snapchat in the police room. I took a picture of the floor, and but you can see with the floor, you can see all the screens with the cameras. And I got interrogated for a little bit, and, you know, some things happened, some things happened, then I got let go. I didn't get let go. I got picked up. Then let go. It's just if that's the way it starts, that's just how you know you're in for a ride, man. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, you get caught at PNC Park, the first and last time that you'll get caught, yeah. and then you say, "Let's do it at home. Let's do it again. Fuck it, I can do it." <laughs> and and now you're a Stanley Cup champion. It all led up to it. It's a, it was yeah. a life story that led up to being a Stanley Cup champion. You know, you know, does does um. Hmm, who can I think of? Does Pasta have a Stanley Cup? No. No, but he will. But I do. Trust me. <laughs> but I beat him to it. Yeah, Timmy <laughs> King has the cup before David Pasternak does. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if guess. they put Timmy King on the cup. Does if Biz I see... have a cup? Does Biz have a cup? <laughs> no. Will Biz, will Biz ever so. get a cup? No. no. <laughs> I have a cup. <laughs> I mean, he might have a MasterCard Memorial Cup, but I mean... Yeah. There's no Stanley Cups in there. Yeah. Oh my god. He's a nice guy though. I told him the story. He liked the story. Biz. Great guy. Well, uh, uh, that's all I got for questions here. I mean, uh, do we have anything lined up on the uh, agenda left that we can just talk about? No, I'm good. I mean, we talked about pretty much everything that we wanted to. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh. Timmy, we appreciate you coming on. It's been it's been a long overdue interview, and we definitely <laughs> want to have you back. But it, uh, what better time than quarantine to get this done and, and yeah. get the uh, get the essential guys on the podcast to do it? And uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming on and uh, and chatting with us. Uh, yeah, and um, thank you for having me. And I'm 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 more than uh, more than looking forward to being back to maybe argue about some hockey or something when hockey starts. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, game one of the NHL coming back. We definitely have to have you on the podcast. That's for sure. I hope it. I hope there's a playoff this year. That's all I'm saying. I hope so too. They've been talking about it. I, I'm hoping that they're uh, that they do some whatever they need to do with the isolated Wayne, location or Wayne whatever. Gretzky <laughs> said, Wayne Gretzky said they're coming back. So Glensky? I'm hoping. Yeah, Gretzky. Wayne Glensky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all we've got lined up on the agenda. Timmy, you're the best. This is great. We're going to have you on a ton more. We've got more stuff in the works, whether it's with GRD or the Spike King or whoever else we've got coming on. It's coming soon. It's coming hot. Fuck BG.hype slash giveaways. He's a piece yeah, of shit. fuck them. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Um, honestly, it's a great podcast to have now. We had something to talk about. We had someone new on with us. Uh, I mean... Nothing else I can say besides thank you. We're happy that everyone here is still listening and that people are still interested in TBR sports through this tough time. Fuck Rob Gronkowski. He's a piece of shit. 
Uh, follow <laughs> us on Instagram, on Twitter. We don't have a Snapchat. I know other companies have a Snapchat. We don't have a Snapchat yet. Yeah. I guess we're just a bad sports media account. But, um, you know, <laughs> that's just the way she goes sometimes. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Hey, one more thing, Fonzie. Oh, yeah? One more thing. I just want to thank everyone who's listening to this for listening to the flagship show of TBR. Oh, no. Thank you all for tuning in to the <laughs> flagship show. The one. This is it. <laughs> just so we get that all squared away. Flagship be- show, flagship guys. Thank you. It'll be, uploaded, it'll be uploaded on Google Drive. Oh, wait, sorry. We're on Spotify. It'll be there. We're, we're not exclusive enough to be on Google Drive yet. Yeah, sorry. It's a bummer. But, you know, it's just the way she goes sometimes. Sometimes she goes and sometimes she does it. Right, Tim? Yeah, I know. That's, that's the way she goes. Thank you for watching. Till next time, we're out of here.